0: The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. God never intended for the world system to support his family. You need a revelation of who you are. You got the same God in you that Jesus had in him, and you got the same anointing being filled with the Holy Ghost. It's not going to be us. It's going to be the Father in us. He's going to do the work because we're in the Sabbath. And in the Sabbath, it means that I'm taking you back to the garden, back to a time where Adam never had to bear the weight of his own provision that God was going to take care of him. Come unto me all that labor and a heavy labor. I'm going to give you rest. First Peter 5, 7. Amen. casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. All right. Come here. Stand right there. Now, this is a money clip, and I'm just playing. This is a money clip, okay? Got it? this is my care and I'm hauling this thing. Okay? Now, I've just learned I can cast all my care over on him Uh because he... Who's got it? (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, okay. Now, suppose my frown is still on my face. Watch this. I'm still walking bowed over. I still got that thing. And as long as I got it, he can't touch it because it's not in his jurisdiction. You better hear what I'm telling you folks. It is not and he can't touch it. He, he'll violate your authority. I appreciate it. (laughs) You got what I'm saying? And that's what people do, faith. They claim they prayed in faith and come up out of it and worry just as hard as they did. They never received it. They never cast it. They never let Jesus have it. They never let God fix it. They just kept it. And because of it, God can't touch it. And that's what the devil's waiting on. He's waiting on God to touch something illegally, and God is not going to do it. You can take a seed and sow it into the kingdom. Then lift your hands and start praising God, because if God's got it, it's going to be multiplied. Every time, told to God in heaven. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of the Word. Same deal. That's what faith does. It transfers something. God can't touch it if you still got it. So now God's got to get back in here. Well, this, this situation is serious. I understand we're still trying to get away from these works. Because you go in the New Testament and look in Luke chapter 15, it's a person called the prodigal son. Now I won't go over that today, but he said, give me my inheritance. I'm gone. So he got his inheritance, left the house, went to a far country. Watch this. Lost all he had. Allied himself with the citizens of that country. They sent him to feed hogs, living much below the standards that he came from. But the Bible says he came to himself. Now check this out. What did he think about that helped bring him to himself? Watch this. Provision in daddy's house. And I'm telling you, half the folks that come to church today are looking for provision. Come on. Yes, but they're finding folks in there just as broke or brokered and they are, hey, out to well, amen. amen. Well, I go, what? No. There's plenty in daddy's house. Nice. Amen. And that provision brought him back to the father. That My. idea that there are servants in daddy's house, they got much more than I even have. This provision thing, you're going to have to learn to master it or it's going to master you. I shared with you last time about that a woman whose husband borrowed all that money to take care of the prophet. And she borrowed all that money. He borrowed all that money trying to take care of them prophets, keep them from Jezebel. But the Bible says he died. Wow, all that money pressure? Right. I don't know whether you know it or not, but money will bring pressure. Yeah. Yeah. So what have we done? We haven't. We've tried to import the system again of the world back into the church. In other words, I mean, this is me now. Before I got saved, but I was I, I gotten out of military and I got a job with IBM. And so they sent me to one year's training and then after training, they cut you back in your salary to about, you know, 50% of what you were making. And then the rest, you got to make it up on commissions. And I didn't hit that shocker until I saw my paycheck. I said, now I got kids. I got, you know, what what am I supposed to do with this? Well, you're supposed to sell something. That's what you're supposed to do. Now, are y'all with me? And what did I do? I said, man, I'm going to go out and get me another job. What did I do? Work at IBM from eight to five, then get to the other job at six o'clock and work from 10 to 1030. How many days? Six days a week. All, second job all day long on Saturdays. When do you see your family? Never. And what are we trying to do? Provision. Man, if I could get this monkey off my back. But what did Jesus say? Look at it, Matthew chapter 11. Look what Jesus said. He said this, come unto me all that labor and are heavy laden. Keep going. I'm going to give you rest. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly and hard and you shall find rest for your soul for my yoke is easy. Come on. And my burden is light. Folks, you're supposed to be laughing every day. Now, if anybody says that this message is not important, they are lying. One of the biggest things all of us seek is enough provision to stop thinking about provision. Folks, the attraction of the lottery is to just get enough money so I don't have to do what other folks say I got to do all the time, and I can do what I want to do. I can go to Jamaica. I could go anywhere I want to go. And my job is to show you how to use this word that you can send every one of them kids to college and never have to borrow down. dime. You don't have to stretch nothing. The days of you putting your plastic on your couch are over. You can do Now, you can do that if you want to do it, but I'm just telling you right now, you don't have to be stretching nothing, saving nothing, hoping something don't wear out. Wear the thing out. The, everything in this earth was made for you. It was made to serve you. Everything in this earth. you will be surprised how many things are tied to your provision. Be surprised. Your disposition, your, your lifespan, every kind of thing is tied to that. Folks, you'd be living a whole you'd be thinking even differently. If I came to you right now and say, hey, brother, I got a billion dollars for you. I'm putting it in your account starting today. It's going to take you a year to stop thinking you don't have no money. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's going to take you that long because you are so used to thinking nothing. You're trying to write checks to cover checks. Come on now, the credit card is at its limit. I'm I'm talking to you because you're looking at me like I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to you because you need to get off that system that's designed to whip you till you can't see anymore and make it so that you come down with Some drugs for you right here in the Word of God, and this is the way you're supposed to be living right here. And you ought to see how many things are related to your problems your family problems, your money problems, your this. You're trying to save here. Because that's the sign of the curse. You have been redeemed from the curse. Your provision is unlimited. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching good. So God introduces himself. He said, let me, Abraham, come out. Genesis 12, verse 1. Come on out from kinfolks. Come, come on out from worshiping moons and stars. And come on out into a place where I'm going to show you. Now, I'm not going to give you, I, I, I don't have no brochure for you, but just follow me. And what is he telling me? come out from everything you are depending on. Because if you depend on one thing other than me, my stuff don't work. It don't work. Faith demands that God not only be your source, come on now, be your only source. That job might be a nice one, but it is not your source. So I had two jobs. Almost, almost two years, I think. Well, I'm, what am I trying to get? Enough provision. Why? Right. To get this monkey off my back. Jesus. Man, Jesus. what am I going to eat? Jesus. What am I going to drink? Jesus. Kids need some clothes, man. What, what am I going to do with that? Jesus. Oh, here comes Jesus burden bearer. He steps on the scene and this is what he does. Matthew chapter six, verse 24. He said, no man can serve two masters. What he was saying is watch it now. Whoever you look to as your source, that's the one you're going to serve. Look at the next verse, verse twenty-five. Therefore, I say unto you, in other words, let me show you how this works. Take no thought for your life. Now, wait a minute, y'all, y'all might not have got that right. Let me show you that and amplify it. Let's just make sure you get this right now. Therefore, I tell you, stop being perpetually uneasy. Watch this, anxious. Come on. A word about your life. Watch this, over here. Kingdom of worry. Kingdom of fear. Kingdom where things, not everything's possible. That's over here. This is where we came from. Where we're trained. We're trained in this. I was trained to worry man, let me worry if I want to. I was trained to worry. Well, well, sir, worry will cause constriction of blood vessels and cause your pressure to go. I don't care. I got blood pressure medicine. Well, now, sir, we're trying to get you off of that. Adam had not one single thought About what he's going to eat. Didn't have the thought to get the thought. Didn't even know what worry was. And when he sinned, brothers and sisters, one man said it like this. He was trying to find out just how could he feed himself. He was a lost ball in high weeds. He didn't know what to do next. Jesus came, the last Adam. This is what he said about the Sabbath. Mark chapter two. He said to them, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. The Sabbath was made for man. See, people still don't understand that. See, we've been trained to think a certain way about God. And so what happens is we're imported over here So the prodigal son said, I'm going home and I'm going to tell daddy I've sinned against heaven and before, and, 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 serve, and I'm not worthy to be called your son. Watch this. Just make me was one of the hired servants. And what did the father do? He didn't want to hear that. Watch this. Cause you're not a servant. You're a son." watch well, this. A son don't have to work for it. It's all inheritance. It's all of its inheritance. All of it. And when you say certain things to certain people, they're so crippling their thinking that they want to, what is this man saying? Even Paul got a revelation of it. Put it up there on the board. First Corinthians chapter three. First Corinthians chapter three and verse 21. Praise God. This is wonderful. I'm about to let you go. I I don't know where you got to go. Where? To pay bills? Where you got to go? To the restaurant? To run up some more on your credit card? Where you got to go? Where you got to go? Now, where you got to go? I'm telling you how to pay off all the credit cards, everything out of debt by Christmas. said, therefore let no man glory in men for all things are what? <laughs> yours. And they still try to make something out, well, that's all spiritual thing. He, it, uh, listen, he wasn't talking about spiritual thing. He was talking about all things. He was just going, he was taking it from Genesis. Once you come into the kingdom, all things are yours what do I do? Do I just walk up to somebody and say, my name is Jimmy, I'll take all you give me. I said, no, that, that's not the idea. The idea about if it's anything in this earth and if you need it to expand your life or to complete your life or finish the mission that God has for you, you have a right to it. I said, you have a right to it. Jesus said, go in town, get that donkey and bring him here. Now, the man's going to have him tied up. And if you start untiming him and he asks you, what you doing with my donkey? Tell him the Lord has need of it. And bring that donkey on. See, I come on, I got to preach to you somewhere. Somebody got to preach this. Yeah. Folks, you wait till I start talking about commanding money. We're going to try to get all of that. So notice what he said. Come unto me all who what? Labor. And every what? And I'll give you what? Folks, all of a sudden, I heard this teaching. I heard that I didn't need two jobs. What I need is knowledge of how to work one job. Put it up there, Colossians chapter two. Let no man therefore judge men in, and in, judge you in, in, dr- in meat or in drink or in respect of a holy day, or of the new moon or the Sabbath days. Check it out, which are shadow of things to come, but the body is of who? Yes. It's a shadow. Now what does he mean by that? It's not the real thing, it's just an indicator of something real coming. Now what's coming? What's coming is Jesus going to be hung on that cross and he's going to use some words. It is finished. That means the same words God used when he made this earth for you, Jesus is using it again. Now what does it mean? It means through his death, burial and resurrection, he has just put you back in the garden. Folks, I'm finding out something here. Satan's trying to get us to work for all what already belongs to us. Do you know you don't have to work for your salvation? It's been worked out. Say amen to that. Do you know you don't have to work for your healing? Your healing has been worked out. Well, if you don't have to work for your salvation, you don't have to work for your healing. What makes you think you got to work for your house? All right. Now let me tell you what some people are looking for. They're looking for a place that they can go and have Sunday church. They just want somewhere where they can check off Sunday. I went to church and check it off so that they can miss hell when they die. They have no plans on helping other folk. Amen. That's not the plan. The plan is for me to feel less guilty about all the mess and the reefer I have smoked all week. So I'm going to feel a little bit better, so I'm going to check this off. I'm not talking to them people. I'm talking to people who want to not only get themselves out of the mess they're in, come on now, but help me get the whole world out of the mess they're in. That's who I'm talking to. That's who I'm talking to. I, this ain't about self. It's, if I wanted to just make money, I would have stayed where I was. If that's what I focus on profit. That's what I was doing. I was very profitable as a businessman. I could do all kinds of things. But he didn't tell me to. He said, you call, you come in this, in this, in this ministry and help get my people out of the mess that they're in. I said, yes, sir. I'll do it. I said, I'll do it. So I'm saying, with you now, God has a plan for your life. And I can guarantee you, if we can solve some of those provision plans, we we can cut some of these divorces off. If we can solve this provision crisis, come on now, we can cut some of this anxiety and sickness of health and so forth off. If we can solve some of this provision stuff, we can do a lot of things. So I'm saying, I'm going to take you there. Now, now listen, what I just gave you is an introduction. Tune in next week. Come on. And we're going further because I can't give you more than you can handle. Now give God praise for this. And by the way, by the way, what did I do at the company that I worked at? Found out these principles. Wait, first I gave myself my heart to the Lord. Once I gave my life to the Lord, everything started clicking. I began to see things I couldn't see before, and that's why the Bible says, "Those it, without being in the kingdom, you can't see the things of God." And so, once I did it, boom! I started seeing. I said, "Okay, this is what I can do. I can sow seed for this and that." What did I do? I went from a two jobs trying to make ends meet to being the top salesman and selling all these systems, watch this, walking in my boss's office saying, Warren, what do you need this month? He said, oh, Bill, can you help me out again this month? I said, sure, sure. He said, I said, what do you need? Well, I need three of these. I need four of those and so forth. Now he's got all these other salespeople, but he's falling short because I'm the only one working this system. And then I said, okay, well, I'll, I'll take that, and I'll take that, and I'll do that for you, and so forth." Every, every month, boom, I'd come in. What happened? Took him right up to the top of the ladder. What had happened to me? Got me promoted. Come on now. So I'm saying, Abraham, don't only just be a blessing. I mean, don't only be blessed yourself, but be a blessing for somebody else. When you give it, you got to release it, don't you? And I'm going to show you next time, don't release it without words. words have authority in the earth. All right, y'all with me here? Now you can do that, but you want a return on what you release. Not that you're giving to get, but you're giving to receive more so you can do more. God never intended for the world system to support his family. You need a revelation of who you are. You got the same God in you that Jesus had in him and you got the same anointing being filled with the Holy Ghost it's not going to be us it's going to be the father in us he's going to do the work because we're in the sabbath and in the sabbath it means that i'm taking you back to the garden back to a time where adam never had to bear the weight of his own provision that god was going to take care of it come unto me all that labor and a heavy labor i'm gonna give you rest it is finished you have been redeemed from the curse of lack and your days of toiling are over. Your provision is now unlimited in Pastor Winston's dynamic teaching, Resting in God. To order on CD or DVD by bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at billwinston.org. Hello, Bill Winston here. Today's teaching, Resting in God volume one is part of a two disc series. Now this message is to encourage you to think differently about how all of your needs will be met as a believer. Now it's important to remember this point. Your provision is unlimited because you have been redeemed from the curse. Now, through the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, we will put back into the Garden of Eden where everything is already done. Praise the Lord. Everything from your healing to your house, I mean from your strength to your business strategies, they've already been worked out. Praise the Lord. All you have to do is just rest and tap into them. See Matthew 625 says this, in the amplified translation. Therefore, I tell you to stop being perpetually uneasy and anxious and worried about your life. You and I are not supposed to worry about a thing. So once you come into the kingdom, your struggle is over and you can rest in everything that Jesus died to provide. And folks, he covered everything. My God shall supply all your need. Well, this is Bill Winston saying we love you. We love bringing these teachings to you. So until next time, keep walking by faith. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.